now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Football season is returning. And the Bills are going to do good. Yes, they are. The Jets, maybe not. Why not? Well, they got Fitzpatrick. They do. Fitzpatrick's back. The offense looks good. Yeah. They got, they got what, 10 wins last year? I just like talking. Yeah, I they got swept the, by the Bills. I, I think that... Uh, That's not surprising. I think Buffalo is definitely going to be a contender for the East. Very, very uh, strong contender. I hope so. I you think so. Might wanna, you might want to deflate your expectations. Nice. <laughs> I didn't say I'll Patriots. Let you, I'll let you catch up on that. I didn't I'll say Patriots. I said the Bills. <laughs> Listen, uh, the, pa- the, the, the Bills play the Patriots in one of Tom's sit-down games. That's a good yeah. thing. Yep. That is a good thing. That's a good and you thing, know what? The so. players are saying the right thing, at least, saying that they wish Tom was on the field. But you know what? As a fan, I'm happy he's not on the field. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you know they had a party, and they all deflated their balls and said, Phew. Oof. This is a family show. By the way, hi. Welcome. Thank you for joining oh, us. Oh, hey. Everybody's here. Yep. I'm Paulie. Come on in. Sit down. <laughs> Mike's over there. Dean's somewhere over there wearing green. Yellow today, but sure. (laughs) Yellow. (laughs) Do you have yellow shorts with like a belt? No, I have a yellow shirt, uh, um, ironically, of my former employer that I'm wearing today. Charlie Brown? (laughs) (laughs) I should be wearing blue, though, because I'm sad about the announcement of they're talking, the rumors at least, of what's going to happen to the great movie ride. Me too. Uh, yeah, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. There's been <laughs> enough. There's been enough rumors around the great movie ride. Let's just wait. Hey, yeah, I seriously. That's that's an icon you don't touch. I I personally think I, unless I, you're re- retheming and redesigning an entire theme park, in right? In case there's nothing untouchable. Yeah, right. but you know what? I still think even though even though you're retheming, you're going to have Star Wars Land. You're going to have Pixar Place. You're going to have whatever else. Well, those would be great movies, but the other movies in there are kind of like the pretty good movies. Yeah, but I still, I, I just think that that is one, you know what, if you, you're going to re- redesign a park, leave a little something of that former park. And I'm not talking about the tower. I'm ta- leave something that's thing, but I mean the Earful like Tower. Well, yeah. Star Tours. Well, that's, that's going to Like the great, like, uh, like Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah, di- how about Gert- <laughs> Dinosaur Gertie? <laughs> Listen, I can't believe... She was, she was rumored on the shopping block yeah, for a while, too. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to make Guardians of the Galaxy Tower. No, they're not. Not in... Not in uh, in California. Yes. I know that. That's um, a good thing. So a good thing. I'm thinking, and I love Aerosmith, you retheme that to a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm. That's just Maybe. me. That's just me. Now, so anyway, so why don't we talk about today's show, which is okay. going to be a huge show, I think. Really? Huge? Well... Look at huge! I, I gotta admit, I, I'm I'm happy to be doing the podcast. Yeah, we're happy to topic. have you back. <laughs> yes, I'm glad to be yeah, back. Yeah, Mike. Well, I, I you know what? Us. I, I wasn't coming back until there was a logo. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. <laughs> so you know, now I have something to display. Although I did enjoy the bacon bits today, <laughs> I figured that we could talk about something that's really has me right now, like in a. In a turmoil, in a quandary, in a in a, funk. In a bad place, in a funk. Oh yes, we need the funk. Got to have that <laughs> funk. And it's missing. Well, 
Polly, you're used to this, but yeah. for most of us, it's missing a yearly trip to the world. And this uh, year, this year, since 2007, we are not attending. And, but there's a really good reason for it. Next year, we're bringing seven of us. Um, um, our little guy will be 14. My son, little, 20, that's a little, little. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, the eating machine. My son, who's 22, my daughter's 19, uh, 20, she'll be 20, and their significant relationship, others that they've been with. So we're talking seven people next year. So we decided this year to save that money and just put it away for next year so we can have a really awesome trip next year. But in the meantime, um, I've got nothing this year. <laughs> I've been on a suicide watch. Oh, stop. Um, I've, well, you can go see I've, Suicide Squad now in theater. Yes, I can go see Suicide Squad. I've been, you know, it's it's been tough. It really has been because that's, especially in this line of work, that's the go-to to get away. That's sure. the get away from reality, escape to fantasy, and enjoy. So, And for those I of think, you that don't know, Mike is a police officer. That's what he means by this line of work. So, but, so anyway, so we figured, hey, let's let's talk about what we do to get over the emptiness of the trip. How do we Disney cope? How do we, How do we cope? cope? Now, Polly, for Polly, yeah. it's easy. He just doesn't go. <laughs> he's just, got, he's, I've, I'm like a monk at this point. I could, he's, I could, I could, <laughs> he's fine well, with To that. be fair, Polly's had some pretty fantastic cruise experiences. I have. He has. He, ha- he absolutely has. So I just thought I would say, you know, the way, one of the way, one of my coping mechanisms and, and, um, a, f- a couple of things, uh, you know, I am an avid pin collector. For those that don't know, I have over three thousand pins. I, I love pins. I I get pins from everything we do, every attraction, which every we will show. absolutely cover going forward. Ah, yes, and uh, every resort, everything. So, the pins on the walls is a coping mechanism because I can actually walk in and kind of look and go, oh yeah, oh, oh brings back great memories. Um, an- another great thing, and, and I want to thank Disney and Disney Parks blog for this. Their live streaming of events uh, this past month in July was great. Um, th- those, to me, you know, I've, I've said this and I've talked to people about this. If Disney would put up a webcam in each of their parks, charge 10 bucks a month for a subscription, they would never have to increase their ticket prices again. <laughs> because that is a great, to me, a great coping mechanism. To be able to sit down and say, okay, look, it's 10 of 9. Um, the, 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 you know, the Star Wars Spectacular is going to start. Let's watch. That 20 minutes of show is is such a, um, I hate to say release, but it's a re- it's such a release from reality. It's such a, oh my gosh, there we are. And Well, you can tune out for 20 minutes. You can just, you know, sit there, right. watch your screen, and you're there. Exactly. And the music is there. So that to me is, is great, and I, I wish they would do more. I, I, I wish that they would, you know, stick with it. I mean, they, they try to do as much as they can, and I get you don't want to give away all the secrets because you want people to come. But I think that benefits more than hurts them. And then I'll say that the the, the last but the best coping me- mechanism that we have in our house is the music, is Disney music. Mm-hmm. It's it's attraction music. It's it's theme park music. It's ride music. It's resort music. It's you know we'll find ourselves. We'll go out to the backyard, sit on a swing. That's good. You can um, find yourself. Yeah, bring out my little Bose speaker and just relax and sit. 
and just listen to the music and, and take that release. So those are a few of the things that I do. Um, they work. They work for about a day or two. I get back, in, I get back into the funk of you know, reading about other people. Listen, and I'll tell you, I love Mike Rawman. But if he didn't stop on From the Instagram, BR podcast, if he didn't stop, I was going to find him and I was going to take his phone and I was going to throw it into Bay Lake. Okay. Cause he was killing me. He was killing me, you know, and that's, and that's another thing I should bring up to like Mike Rawman, BR guest, Lou Mangiello, WDW radio. Their podcasts are also a great release. They're a great way to, to, to go to other places. Lou, especially being in Florida, you know, his he did a, a show on the boathouse. I don't know if you guys heard that. I was actually working in the street on a road to. I found myself eating dirt because I was I was just <laughs> so into it and so visualizing after being there that I'm like picking up a scoop of dirt, going mmm, shrimp, baked Alaska s'mores, you know. So those help too, and and we hope. We hope our goal is that for those of you like us, which there probably aren't too many, um, we hope that <laughs> we hope that our podcast can become that release for you as well. So, yes, Polly, Polly, yes, I feel for you. Okay, the last time you were in the parks, it was called Epcot Center. Right. That's not a hundred percent true, but I can go over a little bit of my history. You know, like Mike said, um, you started going in two thousand seven, I believe. Did you say? Well, the first time was two thousand. Oh, actually, the first time was many, many years ago. I was young. I don't even remember. I okay. uh, went one time, but 2005 and then 2000, 2000, 2007 right. started the run. The annual, the annual or, or multiple trips per year. Okay. Which, there was a reason for that. Yes, because I don't you, know if you're, uh, if you're familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, give, give that little uh, history update. You know, I'll to have to give that. The reason that you have a Twitter name. Yes, the reason that my Twitter name is DVC Winner, which I hope our, our very educated listeners understand is. Intelligent, vivacious, beautiful listeners. Boom. In 2007, um, at the time, my girlfriend, Jessica, who is still my fiance <laughs> to this day, um, in 2007, we had gone down to the world. Uh, we got engaged in front of the castle. Uh, it was the year of a million dreams. We were stalking the dream squad. I, I really only wanted pins. Uh, that's all I wanted were some pins to commemorate our engagement. Uh, and it seemed like everywhere we went, we missed it. Like we'd get on a bus. Everybody had hats. We got on it. So I actually <laughs> approached one of the dream squad members and I'm like, look at Help me here. I need some pins. And it was at that time, they ex- the, the girl was great. I wish I remember who she was. She explained everything, how it comes out of a computer, random. Meg Crofton. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. Um, that would have been really cool. Former president of Walt Disney World. Yeah, that would have uh, yeah. been Moving on. Awesome. Um, so, I thought you were going to say cleaning lady. No. no she, she, <laughs> she explained how it worked. It came out of a computer. It would say at 3 o'clock, go to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Fourth boat, third row, give everybody hat, ears, whatever. So she advised us to mail in our entries to try to win pins. So I went home, and every day straight for four months, I mailed in one postcard in my name, one postcard in Jessica's name. Well, after a couple months, a set of pins came in lanyards. I was the happiest guy in the world that I won something from Walt Disney World. So we pretty much, after four months, stopped. Um, And then Disney announced the Year of a Million Dreams again for 2008. So in December of 2007, I started all again with the, with the <laughs> envelopes, you know, mailing every day. Well, make a long story really short. In March of 2008, I received a package from Magic Kingdom Promotions. The bottom line was I had won the grand prize. There were three grand prizes. I was one of them. I was picked through the mail. And it was a fully paid DVC membership with 220 points a year for 47 years. All dues, taxes, uh, transfer fees, 
maintenance fees, everything paid. It was valued at over $90,000. And because of that, we were able to go to Disney um, since then pretty much twice a year. That's fantastic. And we will have shows going forward on how all of us got into Disney. Mike gave you a really good sneak peek of how he got into Disney. It's a little easy when a resort says, come come stay with us for 47 years. Free! Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, I had, I think it was four or five trips during that period and couldn't get a friggin' cupcake. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I got nothing. Wait a minute. Year, Wait years. a minute. Dean, how old's your son? He's six. Okay, so that didn't even. Okay. <laughs> I no, see where you're going with that. He was not a souvenir from the year of a million years. Mm-hmm. We call him my little souvenir. Um, yes. Going back. So to answer your question, yes, uh, I had actually started going to Walt Disney World, uh, and I had mentioned this before, in 1983, so Epcot Center was brand spanking new. Uh, we basically went every three years uh, when I was growing up, and then starting in 2000, we really started going every year. Um, we went in 2000, I got engaged at uh, Wilderness Lodge, more on that later. Um, when we went in 2001, 2002, 2003, went down for a 30th birthday trip, just me and my wife, who was pregnant at the time, 2005, went in 2006 with my nine-month-old kid, went in 2007, I think we went twice in 2000, 2007, did all the parties, it's really interesting. And hey, Dean, we could have bumped into each other. We could have, we, prob- we probably did see each other at some point. I bet just we did, I was the just guy in front the castle getting engaged. Right. Um, see, I remember. You- yeah, I know, Dean. You can probably uh, vouch for what it's like taking a uh, a very small child um, and seeing the Magic Kingdom through their eyes as they can ride things for the first time. Uh, and then came around, you know, 2012. We had a massive. I mean, Mike, you're bringing seven people. We had 19 people in our party, and my wife and I and our daughter spent two and a half weeks at Bay Lake Tower. Um, the first half of the trip was my extended family with cousins, aunts, uncles, nephews, all that stuff. And then the second half of the trip was my wife's family. And it was really a lot of fun because they don't get to go down at all. Um, and then in 2014, we had the opportunity to take a Disney cruise for the first time. And that is when my passion for Disney service really shifted to the cruises. And, you know, to this day, I I would rather have a Disney cruise than two trips to Walt Disney World. Uh, 2015, we took the um, nine-night Norwegian cruise. Um, Not the inaugural, but the second one. And, you know, really, that that has kind of been our Disney fix, but that's almost not fair. Uh, Because going on a Disney cruise, to me, is what it's like going back almost to the mid-90s in terms of service and what you get uh, for the money. It is expensive, and we'll cover that again on future shows, but... Man, the Disney cruises are fantastic. Um, How I cope with not being able to go to Walt Disney World, quite honestly, it's the people that I follow and talk to on Twitter. Um, Locals that are there all the time. I get to see pictures in the parks. I get to see Periscope video of the fireworks. Like you said, Mike, Um, you know, I get to I get to, you know, meet up with people online who are there who, you know, they say stuff like, where should I go next? And I say, go to who? Um, Grand Fiesta Tour and they will ride Grand Fiesta Tour and take pictures of Donald in Mexico and that's just neat um, the other way that I cope and Mike you, you touched on this too I play a lot of Disney music my Disney music you can hear right now under my voice 
but I mean, I play the living seas by my pool. I listen to the land. Um, it's fun to be free, to be on the move, and uh, hmm. I am constantly listening to music from the uh, Disney theme parks. Um, I recently finally went through and did a quote-unquote tour of Walt Disney World of all of my music. I think it comes out to 430 songs. Um, it's it's really fun, and that does get me right back into the mind space of what it's like to sit in Harambe, what it's like to sit in Adventureland, um, you know, taking some time and, re- and relaxing over at the Japan Pavilion. Uh, it's those kinds of things that really break take me back. But, you know, as, as far of, um, you know, learning to cope, because it has been a while, you know, it's true, absence does make the heart grow fonder. But at the same time, I have really good memories to look back for. And I, and I am looking forward to returning uh, in, in light of all the change and all the building that they're doing, you know, Avatar and all of that other stuff. So I do look forward to my next trip, which will be at some point, just not next year. Dean. I'd say the, uh, the number one coping mechanism I have right now <laughs> is what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love hosting a podcast. I, I love talking to you guys, talking to our listeners, uh, it's just, it's sort of, uh, you know, if you're not on a trip, you want you want to talk about it, either the one you've just done or the one that's coming up next. It's true. And so that kind of dovetails into my second coping mechanism, which is planning my next trip. Ah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it really comes down to finding ways to have Disney involved when you're not at Walt Disney World or at, you're on a, on a Disney cruise or at Disneyland. I, I, I have, I don't know if it's unique or not, but I have a situation, I guess, whatever the word is, that a lot of, I I find, other Disney fans don't, and that is that my family is made up of two Disney fanatics, so my wife is just as crazy about Disney as I am, Uh, and I think it does help. I think it helps us, you know, talk Disney together. Uh, My son, who is now six, is an avid Disney fan, Uh, Disney TV shows. I was actually tweeting about it this morning. Uh, People were talking about, um, you know, one one follower had mentioned their son. They recall when he was sick, watching Lion Guard, or I'm sorry, Lion King, mm. nine times in a row. And you know, my my son being sick, she would think it's Frozen. That would he would have might have latched onto like that. He likes watching the old Donald shorts. Mm. So watching old Disney cartoons is also a, a great release. Uh, just again, finding different ways to have Disney in your life and. Something that has come up recently for me and is another function of this podcast is uh, having a travel agency. So I, I am a part owner in uh, Adventure is Out There Travel. Take a drink. Yeah. Uh, everybody take a drink. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's, yeah, the, so it's, helping. it's the drinking game for the podcast. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> every time I, every time I, uh, I plug, yes. I have to take shots. So, you know, it's something that... You know, if I'm not planning my own Disney vacation, it's really fun to hear about and help plan others. And I think it's one of those things where even if you're a Disney veteran and you don't have the benefit I do of, of being married to or involved with or close to someone who is as crazy about Disney as you are, having a travel agent to talk through is helpful. So, uh, you know, it, as you hear from every other agency that advertises, there is no fee to the person uh, that books through a travel agent, and you really get that sort of concierge-level service, help, assistance. And so I like doing that for other people. I would have done that, and I had done that prior to being a travel agent and owning a travel agency, just through coworkers, friends, etc. So now it's kind of fun to formalize that and be able to help anybody that wants that assistance. You know, and Very that cool. actually, is that, I don't know, I can probably speak for Mike. I know I can speak for myself. 
at work, I'm known as the Disney guy. If uh-huh. anyone, yeah, if anyone has a trip to Walt Disney World plan, they generally will swim by and say, "Hey, got any recommendations of where to eat and all this other stuff?" That also helps me cope too, to the yes. point where I'm helping them research, you know, best ticket options. This is, you know, this is just they're they're going to do it on their own. I do recommend that they reach out to Adventures Out There Travel. Ding. But, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that really just looking up the nuts and bolts of someone's vacation, that helps because that makes me feel good. It makes me feel even better when they come back and I say, how was your trip? And they tell me that they had a great time, even if they're lying. It's, (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do enjoy, you know, hearing that. Yeah. I'm glad that, you you know, as, as an example. Um, I suggested to somebody that they book their FastPass Plus reservations for their second park that they were going to go to and just ride the rides they wanted to in their first park in the morning. And they said that that really helped out. Epcot was their PM park. And this was before Soren went down. So, you know, they were able to get the Soren FastPass, which their kid, you know, was able to ride too short for test track, but able to get on Grand Fiesta Tour. And they really were able to take their time in the afternoon when it was really busy. So, you know, even that little kind of, just kind of being that knowledge base, I'm sure that our listeners who are incredibly knowledgeable also kind of get a little bit of a rush when family members and friends ask them for advice. And they're able to offer it, and it's correct. Absolutely. And I, you know, the, one of my coworkers is talking. She has three daughters, ages six, four, and two. Hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you've robbed your six-year-old. Why hasn't she been there already? <laughs> but it's, you know, she wants to wait till all three of her girls are a little older. And, and be able to, to pay start. for. Holy crap. Yeah. Tip. Also, that's what I told her. I'm like, you, tip number one, get in there before. She calls her kids big, middle, and little. Nice. Like, get in there before little's three. Yes. Little will be free. Yes. So, you know, just, just those little nuggets, those little extra things. You know, I'm, I'm already talking to her about this plan. And, you know, it's kind of morphed into, a, I think, maybe a reality for them. So it's, it's exciting to... You know, share that Disney passion. Yeah, I, I think one of the things, too, and, and it's when people, you know, I've got pictures up all over my desk, screensaver, you know, from time to time will be one of my past trips, and they'll see, you know, the photos and stuff like that. Um, you know, and Mike, you, I, know, I know you can definitely chime in on this, too, where, you know, I said bringing the kids or going just by yourself is a completely different experience. Oh, it's almost trips. a completely separate vacation. Absolutely. I agree. Because, I agree 100%. And, and, and neither of them are bad. It's no. just they're very different. And it's amazing how different going to the same place but with a different group of people can be. Right. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree 100%. You know, you go with you go with kids and uh, you see it through, through kids' eyes. You see the things that you might miss as an adult that kids, you know, like, oh, the, the look on their faces when, when they see their character or, or, you know, when they come off of something. When you go with it as an adult... Um, you know, just to adults, it, it is totally different because you, you, you see things through an adult perspective and take your time. You know, you look around, you look up, you look down, you smell the, the dinners, your, your meals are different. I'm going to even take it a step farther. As a DVC member, your trips are different. You know, everybody who, who, who books a trip for that seven to 10 days, okay, we got to go here, 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 here. They, mm-hmm. they try to get everything in, including a water park, two fantastic mm-hmm. water parks. They, oh, yeah. They try to get that in. As a DVC member, and I remember this a few years ago, you know, we had gotten into Boardwalk and we went over to the Magic Kingdom. We walked into the Magic Kingdom and we're on Main Street. We're looking and we looked at each other and we're like, you know what? Let's go back and swim and sit in the hot tub for a while. We can come back later. And off we went. 
And and it's like you as a DVC member, you have that additional luxury of, okay, if I don't get to it this time, in six to seven months, I'll be back again to get to it. So boardwalk, boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just left boardwalk a month ago. Yeah, yeah. boardwalk. Now see, now, now you're giving Dean the pangs. Yeah, creepy clown. I miss him. Yeah, <laughs> he overlooked my window at night. It was terrifying. Oh <laughs> uh, no, our, our window view is the Tower of Terror. So, but um, that's much that's that's much yeah, more was, friendly. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. But um, no, and I, I think you know, as an adult, you know, you're, you're not going to go to. I mean, you're going to go to Columbia Harbor House for our lunch. You're going to do that. But mm. your dinner might be, I know, your dinner might be Yachtsman. Don't say Yachtsman. <laughs> Listen. Fourth of July meal, no discount. Oh, uh. Yeah, but you had tremendous house. service. Yes, we did. Oh, the Yachtsman. Listen, you want to hear tremendous service? I'll tell you about Yachtsman service. And that's another thing, Disney service. I had called down there. We did a trip in May a few years ago, and I, I deemed it Jessica's trip, where once a day there would be something for her that surprised her. It would be yeah, a I, pin. No, 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 no. That well, you would hold on to. <laughs> yeah, it would go in my case. So on eBay. No, 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 no. Um, no, what we did was was this particular night, I had booked dinner at Yachtsman, and I actually called Yachtsman, spoke to the manager. They printed the menus in our name uh, with the Year of a Million Dreams uh, logo and thing on it. And then I, uh, I had a, a Crystal Tiara delivered to the restaurant. For you. What does she wear? Mike still wears today. Yes, I do. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Listen, Nothing. I didn't come here to be made sport of. <laughs> I had it was on a satin pillow with Mickey's and roses, so I had it delivered to the restaurant. And uh, I remember walking in, and the manager gave me a thumbs up, and we had a great, fantastic dinner. And then right before dessert, they delivered this tiara to her, and it was just so amazing. The service, the way they treated her, they took it out of the box and they placed it. And they came over with a special dessert. and It was just so special, the way they did it. And it, it, we, we, we try to do Yachtsman, if not every year, at least every couple trips. Um, we try to get down to the Yachtsman because of the service and how it was. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, as, as the DVC member, it, it, is, it is like three different trips. With kids, with just adults, and then as a DVC member, not having to worry about rushing. Well, and actually, it sounds like a fourth trip. You also won the Bachelorette. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's basically yeah. There was a rose involved. <laughs> so of of the three of us, um, I think one of us is having our uh, withdrawal symptoms removed earlier than the others. I know, but when I'm most recent to a trip, so they're most severe right now. <sighs> it kind of dulls after a while, you know. It's pain goes away. It hurts the, the pain doesn't you know, completely go away, but it get no. used to dealing with it. <laughs> no, well, and, and that, that is the thing. You know, one of the things I talked about was planning your next trip. We are already booked. We're going back for Wine and Dine. Um, the, we're going to run the 10K Ooh, for the half marathon nice. weekend. And it's a quick Food one. And, and, you know, we, we, <laughs> exactly. Food and wine. Live trip report. We have a lot of Disney books, mm. and one of the ones that we uh, is sort of a go-to for us is our Disney cookbook. Yeah. So oh, Mike yeah. talked about Disney food, but you know, recreating those Disney meals is a, a pretty exceptional way to try to bring it all back. Of course, you know, it's nice when you're catered to with that great Disney service, having them cook for you and clean for you and all that kind of thing. But at least just kind of reliving the memory, and whether that's through a meal, through viewing your photos or you know listening to your trip report if you reported on 
some show or you know, whatever, however you can get back to those memories, it's always a good way to sort of relive it as you're waiting for the next time you're going to get to experience it. And what's funny is I enjoy springing those recipes on people as they come over and visit. You know, like we'll have my parents down or something, and I will make the cheesy potato bake from 1900 mm. Park Fair. And I don't tell them that that's what I'm making, but they'll start eating it. And that sense of taste, you know, Mike, you talk about you need to go back to Yachtsman. I think everybody can remember their favorite meal that they've mm-hmm. had most recently at a Disney Park. There's something yep. about those potatoes, those cheesy potatoes at Walt Disney World. And every restaurant has them a little differently. I particularly right. like the ones at 1900 Park Fair. I don't know what it is specifically about it that's different. White white peppers in it. I don't know. But, mm. but oh. I make you know, them, and my parents take a bite, and they're like, these are from Disney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you say that because um, we always make the uh, 50s meatloaf and yes. the 50s pot roast. Yes. And uh, just recently, last week, I made the uh, cucumber and onion salad from uh, Sci-Fi Dining. There you go. Now, yeah. it's not 50s unless you put the collard greens in there. No collard greens. No. You're going to oh. get a scolding. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and if you don't I, know, I, you need to go to 50's Primetime Cafe. Oh. My, go, my go-to birthday cake is the apple cake from uh, Whispering Canyon oh, Cafe. pretty good. Catch oh, up! pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, our uh, our good buddy Burn here, BurnK36 on Twitter, yes. says his uh, coping mechanism, podcasts, YouTube videos from the parks, books about Walt, or books about Walt Disney World. Mm, right. Yeah, all of those are good. Please, all let us know. Send us a tweet. What are your coping me- mechanisms? Yes, we'll cover I agree. Them. Please, let's hear it. Yes, we will. We'll read them on the next show. We are here to listen to you. We are ready to believe you. I I actually do have one final thing before we sign off for the show. Watching Shoot, the planning, is it enough? Watching the planning is videos. It? Yes. Even if you're not going, particularly the one that came out in 2005, <laughs> that is fantastic. They well, are. I was going to hop in with a, another uh, Twitter follower and uh, their way of coping, and uh, Becca C., who is uh, a fantastic travel agent in her own right. Uh, uh, full Becca disclosure, says, that would be your <laughs> wife. It is. Uh, she says, book another trip. It's the only way I think I'm getting hints. <laughs> not, that's not a shameless plug at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> How do I cope? By booking your trip. <laughs> Oh, I like that, Mike. Book your trip. It's the only way. (laughs) Guys, this has been a great discussion. Thank you for helping me cope for yet another day. I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Adios. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutdoorTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutdoorTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice.
freaking Star Wars. Ugh. Oh, I refuse to pay money on. I still haven't paid money on. Oh, that. I have. I because I mean I enjoy it. I mean, I could spend my money on worse stuff, but it's bothering me right now. You know the triple signature card? Yeah. I have two of three. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I and I got doubles on one of them, and I can't trade. I'm like, son of a. Which that hasn't was been fun. released yet. But they will, will be. be before this. Yeah, they will be before this. You teased it. You teased it. I did. So um, so we'll, you'll have to get that out today before this. So, well, but, we still um, have another episode be, before this. Yeah, the episode two will go out, and then we should be on iTunes next week, and then I'll put the bacon. Nice. Back. Okay, so scratch that part. All right, good. Yep. So, no, that's good to keep that's it. That's fine. That'll be the outtake for the fourth show. So That'll be one of them. Going on that Nathan Detroit kick. Well, you know, we want to just make sure it's the, the right thing for us. So I guess, you know, we're going to make sure we're right for And each when other. you say we, you mean she. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's, she's still figuring out how to, how to deal with it. Um, it's, it's amazing the woman's not a walking pharmacy right now. But anyway, I digress. So one of, what's Answer. one of those ways you can help plan for your next trip, Dean? <laughs> I'm going to skip that because that's going to be my third coping mechanism, and that could be an outtake. All right. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Um, so, you know, it's one of those Maybe. things where it's... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> see if the show's still this going. brought to you by... <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. See if Bikey Mikey kills our ratings. Ooh! So, <laughs> Listen, your rating just went up, dude. Well, I'll put it to you this way. We can't remove the logo. <laughs> True. Uh, I feel well, like there should be discussion. music playing. There will be. I know, but I, I feel like putting it on now. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you. Very nice. I'm gonna raise you one. Ready? You know what's you know what's gonna be fun Ready? is matching the audio. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Lights. Camera. Action. Welcome to all the glamour and glitz of show business. And the heart of our 100 years of magic celebration. Mm, I was there for that. GM Studios. Ha! Beat that one. I was there for that. Yeah, yeah I can't beat that one. Adios. Pantalones. <laughs> Adios pants. <laughs> it's, a, it's a band. Hey, we should have pumped the bacon bits up too. Told people to watch out for our bacon bits. Nah, that's fine. We'll, we'll get I might to that. Sprinkling them in there without having people know they're coming. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I might do a coming, you know how I did the Force Awakens? That was good. I might find something for Bacon Bits. Nice. That'll be good. Might be Pixar-related. <laughs>